if I was making decisions based on the version of myself that I was in 20, 2018, 2019, I would not be making moves. I will be so afraid. But I decided to start making decisions based on the future version of myself. You are listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money as a woman of color. More money, more options, not only for you and your family, but also for our community. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina Wealth Coach on a mission to help more mujeres become investors in lunch and online business. Just like you, I used to believe that I could only earn money if I was mentally and physically hard. And after learning about stock market investing and online business, I can tell you that there is a new way for us to create a legacy while living our purpose and not having to work as hard for money. So if you are ready to dive into understanding your money mindset, entrepreneurship, and stock market investing, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hola mujer, welcome back to the Say Hola Well podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day. Before I get started with the show, I want to remind you that I am currently enrolling for the next round of the Say Hola Wealth Academy. This is the community where you definitely want to be part of. It is a 12-week coaching program for first-time Latina investors who are ready to embrace wanting more money, implement the money systems to keep what they earn, do a lot of mindset work, and I'll ultimately learn how stock market investing works. So if you have been thinking about joining a community where people not only look like you, but they also share your live experiences, I would love for you to apply using the link in the show notes. So on today's episode, I want to talk to you about something that I'm very excited to share with all of you. So let me start by sharing just a little story with you. Okay, if you are new to the show or you have listening to the Say Hola Well podcast maybe the last few months, perhaps you are not aware of how I got here. And when I say here, I mean, how did I get to launch an online business that talks about money, that helps other Latinas become investors and teach the cultural norms of, you know, conditioning to always working hard for money. So how I got here is that my household was $120,000 in a student loan debt. And after we were able to pay that off, I went to seek financial advice because I learned about investing and wealth building by accident when I was finishing my MBA program in 2019. And I never had the thought or the idea that I could become an investor, that I could become a millionaire because I have this rooted belief in my mind that I was always going to be working hard for money. So if you see me or hear me, 
way today talking about the importance of financial literacy, the importance of making time to look at your finances, it's because those habits that you are going to implement are going to serve you so much, not only in your finances, but those financial habits just give you the confidence that you need to feel like a badass chingona who is ready to break generational cycles. So I decided that I wanted to become something that I didn't see. And so after my household paid the money, I went to seek financial advice to a financial planner because I had this belief that I needed someone to manage my dinero. And I was actually denied access. I was told that I needed to come back when I had $100,000 to invest. And I was also told that financial planners don't seek people like us. Like now, this is four years ago or five years ago now. Right now, they want us. They know we got money. They, they're looking for us. They know that we are the new majority and they want us to just be their clients, right? This wasn't my case four years ago, five years ago. And it didn't feel good to me to allow somebody else to dictate how... I could build wealth. Like I remember getting off the phone with the first financial planner that told me that, you know, I needed a hundred thousand. Then when I went to talk to somebody else in person and they told me that they didn't look, that they didn't seek people like us. I'm getting emotional right now because I still remember the feeling. I felt horrible. I left the office crying. And now that I look back, of course, I understand why I was so emotional. It wasn't just about the fact that they were saying that our community isn't good enough, but I did have a lot of financial trauma that happened to me when I was growing up. So by the time I was 18 years old, I have moved 28 times. Let me say that again. You didn't hear the number wrong. It was 28 times. And so throughout my childhood, I was constantly moving because we were not financially stable. My mother was a single mom of five kids and she had to work multiple jobs to be able to provide for her family. And my mother was just on survival mode. It's not that she didn't want to be with us, but she was just doing her best. She was just doing what she knew at that time. And so because of that, I've never had the stability of, I'm going to finish my middle school here or my junior high of my high school, like I never had this stability. Like I was doing online school before even online school was popular. And so I talk about these now because it's part of the financial healing that I have been doing. And this is also part of the financial healing that I coach clients on. Like we have to be comfortable sharing our story because chances are that a lot of what happened to us growing up, we have zero control of it, right? Now we can decide to blame our parents or we can decide to forgive them and give them some grace because they were doing exactly what they were taught right a lot of us are carrying a lot of traditions and customs from our abuelitos and so I wanted to share that with you because today I'm going to share how I have been able to build a half a million wealth portfolio before 40. So when I started investing I had just left my corporate career because I was underpaid, overworked, and I was a stay-at-home mom who just wasn't happy with being a stay-at-home mom. Now, if you are listening to the podcast and you love being a stay-at-home mom, that is amazing. I applaud you for having the courage, for having the identity that is required to do that because being a stay-at-home mom is amazing, but it wasn't for me. I've always been someone who is very ambitious 
ambitious in a way that I want to create so many things. And I've always had this belief since I was little. I have no clue where this belief came from because again, we were always moving. And so one of the first things that I started doing was after I left my job, I decided to look at my retirement accounts that I have with my previous employer. And for the first time in my career, I was able to actually look at the number and see like, wow, I've been working for this company for almost two decades and I have this money and what am I going to do with this money? And it was less than $100,000 by the way. And so at that time, I look at this money and I said, I have no idea what this money means. Like I can physically see a dollar figure, but I don't know what it means. What does it mean for me and my future? Because when I left, I had no retirement account. Yes, I am married, but I wasn't going to be hoping that my husband will provide for me. Like he does provide for a family. But I didn't want to, in a way, experience what my mom experienced because for a long time, my mom was very dependent on my dad. And when they separated, she had no cash flow. She had no money, right? And I have a beautiful relationship with my husband, but I was like, I just don't want that life for me. So the first step for me to build that half a million wealth portfolio was I have to look at my accounts and see what they have and what does it mean? If my account says that I have, let's say $65,000, am I really going to have the money in 10, 20 years, right? And so I didn't understand the tax implications of your 401k. I didn't understand that when someone manages a 401k for you, they actually get a big chunk of the money. And so I decided to start teaching myself how to create a budget, how to create a spending plan, how to pay off debt, how to even leverage debt. Like I bought all of the books that you can think of. Wherever, you know, people were sharing on social media, I was buying them. I was reading the books. I was reading the books. And one of the things that I've noticed was that a lot of the things that these books were recommending didn't apply to me. They didn't talk about my financial drama. They didn't talk about my, you know, my experience as a first gen. They didn't talk about anything that was like touching to my heart, right? And so I decided to just really dive deep into my identity as a new investor. And so if you are someone who has this belief that, oh my God, I'll just go buy a book or buy a course, like, yeah, you can learn that stuff, but you're not gonna feel the identity that is required to create a million dollar mine. Now, one of the things that I did was I started diversifying my wealth portfolio. So the first pillar was, okay, I already have this retirement account that is for my future self. I had the option of withdrawing the money, maybe to hire a coach or open a business or something, right? Like you have those options. There are some penalties that you have to pay, but I didn't want to do that. And the reason why I didn't do that was because when I was thinking about launching my online business, I just so happened to have $10,000, not just so happened because it came from somebody. And so I was giving $10,000 and I said, how can I grow this money? And 
when I asked myself the question, the idea of launching a business sparked in my mind. Like I had this idea of like, well, maybe I can create my own business, right? I didn't know what it was going to be until COVID hit and I was in my living room watching the news. I wasn't watching uh, Univision or like Univision or any of those channels. I was watching, I want to say CNBC and they were just showing how many Latinas were losing their jobs due to COVID and I was crying so hard like my husband was like what's happening to you like why are you so emotional and it's it's not that he didn't care because he did but he saw me like basically how my body was reacting to what I was seeing which was Latinas being interviewed saying like wow you know like I I don't know how I'm gonna pay my rent I don't know how I'm gonna put food on the table and I still get so emotional for this by the way because it brought back so much of my childhood trauma like remembering when when we didn't have food on the table remembering when you know maybe one of us were sick and my mother didn't have enough money to buy medicine for us you know me remembering my mother having to work multiple jobs and being in school and always like hoping or wishing that she will come to whatever activity I was doing and so when I'm watching the news and I'm seeing these mujeres losing their jobs like I saw my mother and then I started thinking about their kids like you know what are these kids gonna go through our community works so hard and our community doesn't deserve to to continue to be just to help and so with the money that I had which was again ten thousand dollars I decided to create another pillar for my wealth portfolio which was my business and so I hired my first Latina coach and I I was very resistant to doing that because me creía mucho. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, well, you know, I, I have... At that time, I had a an MBA. I just finished my MBA. I had worked with the company managing their sales department, revenue, and all of it. So I was like, you know, me creo mucho. Like, I know what the heck I'm doing. Like, why should I pay somebody? But I surrendered to the idea of allowing to hire someone to guide me because I had postpartum depression after my last baby. And I knew that I needed the help. I knew I needed to be in a room where not only was I going to be given the strategies you know like that this is how you launch a website this is how you do a program but I needed that community and the mindset work so my business became part of my wealth building portfolio and from there once I start launching my business once I start signing clients I made the decision that I wasn't going to create a six-figure business I made that very clear my first goal was actually to invest my first five figures through my business business or outside of my business. And so I started opening multiple investment accounts and I started to just sit down and look at the numbers and say, how many clients do I need to serve this month to max my investment accounts? How many clients do I need to serve to actually have the money that I need to operate operate my business? And so I got crystal clear on what I needed to do. And again, I started maxing accounts. I decided 
decided, okay, what am I going to open in the next month, right? And if you go on my Instagram page, by the way, I have a list of all of the accounts that I have. Like I keep no secrets from you. And so I decided to dive into the stock market investing and not just read more books. Like I actually give myself the, the task of you don't get to read another personal finance book or you don't get to hire your next coach unless you've implemented all of the steps that you are being taught and all of the steps that you are learning. And when I became uh, a stock market investor, the first thing that I bought was a target date fund. So a target date fund is an investment that essentially you just put in your age. You said, I want to retire by this time. And I use Fidelity. Fidelity doesn't pay me anything for mentioning their name, but I like Fidelity. And so through Fidelity, I was able to identify which target date fund, which is known as a freedom fund number I needed to buy. And so I started doing that, right? Busy Mujer, if you are ready to embrace well building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems the mindset, and of course, the vision that you need to create a legacy. This is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. The other thing that I decided to do was that I was also going to leverage real estate because I knew I wanted to work towards having not just a half a million, but the million dollar wealth portfolio. And I'm not there yet, but I'm halfway there. And so I decided that I was going to not only buy my dream home, but also that I was going to learn all of the strategies that I needed to not have a mortgage for the next 30 years. I talked to my husband and we decided that now that we know what our values are, now that we know what our goals are, we need to really be mindful of how we spend our money. And we spend money on a lot of things that most people won't spend things on, but that's part of our values. Like that's part of who we are. That's part of how we want to raise our girls. And so adding real estate to our wealth portfolio was another strategy that I wanted to implement. And also for sure, taking care of the debt management like if we had 
you know, the student loan debt, how can we get rid of it? Now, you don't have to get rid of your student loan debt right away. Like, you just have to be so comfortable with leveraging debt, which is something that I've also done. Like, I have to get comfortable, you know, paying off debt, but then go back into debt that is obviously not credit card debt, but it's actually good debt. And so once I built all these pillars, I start diving into other different types of investments. I ask myself, what else is out there? What else is out there that I can leverage, that I can use to help me build the half of million wealth portfolio before 40. That was one of my goals. And in case you don't know, (laughs) maybe I haven't shared with you, but this year I am going to turn 40 years old. And so my goal was to make that happen. And I just keep asking myself, like, what can I do? What else can I leverage? And I have to tell you this, Mujer, embracing my money story, embracing my financial trauma, embracing the belief, that I want more money like I want more money I want more money because money money serves me money allows me to heal money allows me to support other Latina owned business money allow me to find my purpose and so I want you to ask yourself this question what if you allow money to tell you what your life's purpose is and so money it's not a taboo topic anymore you are not greedy for wanting more money you are not you know like I I had this belief or no I didn't have this belief but somebody said like you know if I have more money uh, I'm gonna die alone or something like that that is just a limiting belief right so you have to embrace wanting more because once you embrace that you just put it out on the universe and I did that I knew I wanted to build the half a million wealth portfolio and I just decided that like one day I said I want to make that happen before I'm 40. And so again, let me just recap. So I started with the stock market investing, then my business with real estate, and I was comfortable leveraging debt. And through my business, I was able to hire, legally hire, you know, my girls. Now, the other thing that I did too, is that I didn't just think about one business model right? Because once you understand how much money you need for your future self, how much money you need for your present self, for the mujer that you want to be today, then you start thinking about, okay, what can I leverage? What can I do, right? And so one of the things that really helped me was looking at my finances, but also I kept asking myself that question of, am I going to be ready for the next opportunity? And I actually have a podcast episode on that. Like if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend recommend it and so I start asking myself would I be ready for the next opportunity and I remember in 2020 when the series I bonds were very popular very hot like they were giving a 9.69% return I was like I'm ready to buy those two because I was already thinking ahead now if I was making decisions based on the version of myself that I was in 20, 2018 2019 I would not be making moves I will be so afraid but I decided to start making decisions based on the future version of myself as I record the podcast this morning I told my husband that I was going to go for a run 
run and then I got lazy. That's the truth. And I said, I don't want to run. It's too cold. Like I start making all kinds of, um, what you call those excuses. Like I was telling myself, it's too cold. You have to record the podcast. You have to blah, blah, blah. Like I just start creating this narrative of why I shouldn't go to take care of my body and my mind because running helps me with that. And so I asked myself, like, you know, what would Million Dollar Lucy do? And then the answer was Million Dollar Lucy is not going to make excuses. She's going to get her butt out of the door and she's going to go run. She's going to enjoy herself. She's going to take care of her body. She's going to take care of her mind. And she's going to come back with fresh ideas. And I did. I had fresh ideas as I'm running. And so you have to start making decisions based on your future self. Right now, you're overwhelmed. Right now, you may be even a little bit scared for whatever is happening on the market and the job. Like there's so many things that feel so heavy for you, mujer. But guess what? You get to decide which step you are going to take. So the other thing that I started doing, now I'm sharing everything that I have in my in my wealth portfolio. I decided to look at other non-traditional ways of investing. Like I decided to hire someone to teach me, um, you know, a little bit about crypto. Like I personally don't teach it, but I do have that. And it's very little, by the way. It's a very, very small portion of my my portfolio. But I decided to just diversify. So the way I want you to think about building wealth and what is going to serve you is think of it as your wealth portfolio being a canasta, like a little basket, right? And you're going to go to the farmer's market. Hopefully you're someone who supports local market. So you grab your canasta and you're going to go into the farmer's market and your job is to support every single vendor. So that's how I think about wealth. I'm going to go grab maybe some corn. I'm going to go get some zucchini, zanahorias. Like I'm going to go get some carrots. I'm going to do a little bit of everything. Now, why do I do that? That is my strategy to help me navigate uncertainty. If I put all of my money in the stock market, that's great. I like the stock market, but I don't need to be madly in love with the stock market. Like I can also love real estate. I can also love business ventures. I can also be comfortable leveraging debt. And so if you are someone who is like, whoa, Lucy, but I want to buy a casita. So I don't know if I should invest in the stock market. It's like, why are you not asking yourself? Why am I not thinking about doing both? Okay, so the more you diversify, the better and the sooner you're going to reach your not even your half a million portfolio, but actually your million dollar wealth portfolio. The last thing that I've been able to add to this wealth portfolio is that this year I decided to invest in angel investing. So angel investing is when you find companies that you believed in, that you understand that they have a financial projection of growth and you just love who they are who they serve or at least this is how I do it and I decided that I wanted to become part of an angel investing so right now or not right now but this year I decided to give my money to a company that is part of a intimacy led products for mujeres and so I just I actually don't have the product myself I've been thinking about buying it (laughs) but I don't have it yet but I when I was um I when I was researching this company I just love the idea of actually investing in something that is such a 
big taboo topic, just like money, right? Like we don't talk about sex. Like our our cultura has this big taboo um, umbrella when it comes to talking about sex, right? And so I almost, I want to say that I also did it because I was a little bit of a, you know, rebelde. Like I'm just going to go for it because who cares, right? And so you can diversify your wealth portfolio as much as you need to. And it feels so good to be able to create your own financial ecosystem where your money is making you money, where your money is creating a purpose, where your money is supporting other Latina companies, your community. But the biggest thing that I had to work on to be able to create this half a million wealth portfolio before 40 is that I have to embrace not only my desire for more, but I had to spend so much time working on my mindset. Because a lot of you, maybe you are one of those mujeres that already has the money, but you're just hoarding your money. You're just having your money into a savings account and you're like, I just want to have it right here because it feels safe. I want to have my money here because God knows it's going to happen. And if something happens, I have access to my money, right? And so if you are doing that, you're not allowing yourself to create the abundance in your life and you're not allowing yourself to have the million dollar mindset identity that is required for you to grow your money. And at the beginning of the podcast, I was telling you about my financial trauma, my upbringings. And so just think about that. How have your money beliefs, how are they serving you? Are they serving you at all? Are they making you shrink or are they helping you expand? What are they doing to you? How would your life look like if you start diversifying your wealth? If you start to create a portfolio that is going to help you get to the million dollars, not even half a million, right? What would this person do? Ask yourself this question today. If I want to hit the million dollar status, what would I need to do? Who do I need to be? Because if you ask yourself the question, I guarantee you that your future self would be investing in herself first, even before she dives deeper into stock market or real estate or angel investing. Your future self will not be afraid of leveraging debt to help her get to the million dollars faster. Your future self will be celebrating the fact that she decided to invest in herself. And so I didn't get here alone. Maybe you think I did, but no, I I have spent a lot of time decolonizing my own money mindset. I've spent a lot of times reflecting, you know, healing my, my financial trauma, but I didn't do it alone. Like I've been investing in coaching since 2019 and I haven't stopped. I did stop for six months and I didn't go anywhere. I stay exactly in the same place I was. I was being stubborn and I I told myself, I'm just going to take a break from coaching. Like, I'm just going to take a break. Do you know where I went? Nowhere. And so right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I am part of a high level mastermind where my brain is getting coached weekly. My brain gets coached weekly. I coach myself every day. I'm just diving deep into what's happening with my, with my brain, right? I know that growing up, I went through a lot of financial hardships. I went through a lot of things that were 
out of my control and I acknowledge that. I look at my younger self and I give her so much love and I tell her, you are safe now. We are no longer in financial stress. You have created the money systems to not only help you grow your money, but also to feel safe. And so ask yourself today, mujer, what would it take for you to create this half a million wealth portfolio? And what would it take for you to create your million dollar portfolio? So if you took any Anything from this episode, I would love for you to share it with me on Instagram. I just love to see who's listening to the podcast. And if you are ready to be in a community with other Latinas who want to see you win, who want to see you grow and learn the strategies to create your own half a million wealth portfolio or million dollar wealth portfolio, I would love for you to apply to be part of the Say Hola Wealth Academy. Doors are closing soon, mujer. And I hope to see your name there. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your wealth building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting tax or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.